Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I would like to call to order the June 26th City Council budget hearing to order. Roll call, please. President LaFlam. Here. Roy. Here. Tillotson. Zigorowski. Here. McAuliffe. Here. Brooks. Here. Lopez. Here. Dalakir. Here. Krampitz. Here. Dobos. Here. Cruchane. Here. Labrie. Here. Pinia Costello. Here. 12 present, one absent. Thank you. In compliance with the open meeting law, the city of Chicopee is broadcasting live and for future broadcasts this meeting on Chicopee TV. Is anyone else in the audience video or audio taping this meeting? Please state your name and reason for doing so. Seeing none, we're going to go right into the budget. Um, also, uh, tonight's budget hearing will be about the budget only. There will be no discussion about anything but the budget throughout tonight's meeting. Just the budget. Thank you. Okay, and we, as I mentioned in the letter to I said to all the department heads that we will go down in the list of for June 26th in order that you see them on the sheet. First one up will be the License Commission, page 37. Good evening, Mr. Martin. Good evening, everyone. Thank you. Okay, if My you name can is Joe Martin. Just pull the mic to you, please, and you have the floor. Good evening, everyone. My name is Joe Martin. I'm the chairman of the Liquor License Commission. Um, we've been uh, working very diligently over the last two or three years trying to educate and uh, inform all our applicants and the custodians of our licenses. And I think we've done a great job so far. So anyone have any questions for us? No, Mr. Martin, if you could just uh, go to page 37 and then 38 of your budget, just explain the budget. That's all we're here for tonight. Okay. Um, so the original for fiscal 2022, the total salaries are 28,302.16. Uh, original for 2023, same thing, 28,803.28. And for 24 requested, 29,214.40 for 2024. Page 38. Page 37. Uh, for printing and binding and officers office supplies 2022 is eight hundred dollars 2023 is eight hundred dollars 2024 is eight hundred dollars and 2020 uh 2024 sorry is eight hundred dollars for a total budget of uh 2022 would be twenty nine thousand one hundred two sixteen. 2023 would be 29,603.28 and 2024 would be 30,014.40. Thank you, sir. Any questions for Mr. Martin from the plan? Any questions uh, before I go any further? I'm just going to announce again who's on Zoom for city councilors. Participating on Zoom will be Councilor McCullough, Joe McCullough, Councilor Fred Krampitz, uh, Councilor Shane Brooks. Okay. Uh, motion attentively approved. Motion made and second attentively approved. Roll call, please. President LaFlam? Yes. Roy? Yes. Pellitson? Zigorowski? Yes. McAuliffe? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Alakir? Yes. Rampitz? Yes. Gobos? Yes. Cruchane? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Kenia Costello? Yes. 
motion passes. Thank you for coming this evening. Thank you, everyone. Second on the on the list will be the Golf Commission. Page 143. Uh, good evening, counselors. Uh, Mike O'Neill, director of golf up at the golf course. Uh, just to go over our our budget, I will go over the salaries. Uh, everything here is pretty much level funded except the contractual increases. Uh, as far as the expenses, uh, the only thing we had to increase here uh, was water. Uh, as you know, we had to, uh, it, because of being such a dry season, uh, we, we did go over our 140 uh, last year, so we're requesting a little bit more there. Other than that, everything else is pretty much uh, the same as it was last year. And then as far as the uh, special accounts, uh, it is everything is what it is there. The uh, golf tree uh, stock replacement, we are uh, losing a number of trees on the golf course, uh, some of them in prominent positions. Uh, so we were looking to replace a couple of trees there. Other than that, everything else is uh, level funded. The golf course maintenance contract is up at the end of this season. Uh, so that is gonna be going back out to bid uh, and with increases in uh, uh, fertilizer and pretty much everything that we're expecting a, a little bump in that to go up also. Thank you. Any, uh, Councilor Roy. Yeah, Mike, I just have one question. Uh, your Mass Golf Association Handicap Service, how come that went down for, from 2500 to 500 Because uh, we, we have to pay an annual fee of $500, but the way the, the Handicap Service works now, they, they actually uh, collect the fees right in their Mass Golf uh, office. That's no longer a fee that we have to collect from the golfers, so okay. that's the reason for that going down. Concert ballot here. Oh, is it, is it you all set? You all set? Are you all set? Yeah, you all set? Yeah, I thought you said that. Yeah, okay. I just want to make sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. thanks, Mike. I'm, I'm watching. Uh, quick question about the uh, golf course maintenance contract. You yep. said that it's up for this year. Uh, how how long is uh, how long is that contract usually for? It's a five year contract. Five year contract. Okay. And a follow up question: uh, Do we go out with several companies, or how, how does that work? It goes out for RFP. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Council Lopez. Thank you. Uh, could you just explain the increase in miscellaneous department supplies that went from 2,500 to 5,500? Yeah, we have a, uh, in, in our pump house that runs uh, the watering system, the irrigation for the course, we pay a company a monthly service fee to keep that up and going and their price increased quite a bit. It used to be, I think it was 229 a month. Now it's up to almost 400 bucks a month and that's through the entire season. So just to cover any, any increases in that also. Thank you. Could you explain uh, what the travel 1500 is for? Yeah, every every season uh, there's a there's a golf merchandise show down in Orlando, Florida, where the new stuff comes out for the world of golf. And it's a good place to get ideas of, you know, anything new that we could use up at the golf course. Okay. And then memberships. Memberships. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're members of the Chicopee Chamber of Commerce, uh, PGA of America. There's a few others that we have to pay an annual membership fee for. Do we actually use the full 1800 for memberships? Like, is that? It's pretty close. Year? I think, yeah, I think 
this year I think it was like sixteen, seventeen hundred dollars we've used. Yeah. Actually. Yeah, fourteen fifty we've used so far. And that, yep. Okay. Um, I, I would just make a note to all of us to relook at that figure then because if it's three hundred dollars less, then maybe we should allocate next year just because we're gonna keep money in that account. Um, and then my last question for you is the tracking for the golf carts. So is this like a membership that we have to pay every month to track them? No, that's a, that's a contract we have with a company. All the carts have GPS in them, uh, for car control. And, uh, that's, that's the contract that we have. It's 29,364 a year with them. So it went up this year. Is it an annually renewed contract? It went up a couple of years ago because, uh, and that that also went in front of you, uh, City Council. Um, the rate went up because what we ended up getting for an increase in GPS went up. Also, it, it was a better GPS, so the price went up for that. And how often do we renew this contract? That will be up, I believe, at the end of this year. Also, okay. Are we looking at other options again, or no? Uh, it, it's everybody's pretty happy with the way this one's working out. Uh, for example, we just had a golf tournament Saturday and without that, we wouldn't have been able to have the tournament because of the rain. So it's, uh, it's, it's making, uh, it's, it's helping out with revenue also. Great, great. Thank you. And then there's also always questions about the budget that we allocate and then how much money comes in. Do we have the figures this year yet regarding, um, the budget slash the expenditures and what came in and whether we're in the red and the black, um, they haven't come in yet. Uh, I'm expecting for us to be in the black this year. It's By been a golf. very, very good year for golf. Do you have an estimate about how much? I don't off the top of my head. No. Okay. Could you get us those? When do you expect to have those numbers? We usually get those from auditing, uh, early fall, sometime in the fall time. Okay. okay. Thank you. Thank you. Um, on, also joining us on Zoom today is Contra Jim Tillotson. Um, Mary Beth Costello, you're next. Thanks. I'm not sure if, if um, Councilor Lopez asked this question because I, I couldn't hear that well. But in regards to your advertising, it's gone down over the over the uh, years. Is there a reason um, that you have to do now less advertising than you did before? Yeah, business has been very good since COVID uh, in the golf industry. So uh, we really haven't had the need to use the entire $7,500. So it's, uh, you know, it's then, a good thing. I'm sorry. Uh, and then last year I asked, um, you know, what was your profit? And I think the figure that I was given and I wrote it down was 29,000 uh, that you were in the black. Do you, do you foresee that as the figure this year too, as well? I've, foresee us being in the black uh i'm very hopeful it's going to be more than that it's going to be more than that okay thank you Concha Dobas. Oh, thank you i just have one question uh, mike so from my understanding um <clears throat> we traditionally been responsible for some of the equipment uh for the maintenance of the golf course is that is that accurate yes the equipment belongs to the city and the company that takes care of the golf course uh maintains the equipment so that's part of the um, the maintenance budget Yes. So I guess my my only or my only request, um, if the contract's going to be renewed, is maybe we, we look at that a little bit because I remember um, our city council president last year or a few years ago. Um, I remember somebody was taking a truck home with them, and there was they had a dog in the truck, and it caused a lot of damage. 
Um, so I don't know if that's something that we could look at in, in uh, you know, for next year's budget or the contract, um, just so that we're not responsible uh, for that. Thank you. If you want to answer it, I believe you can answer it. That doesn't happen no more. Yeah, no, they, they, they address it right away. Uh, they do not take a city vehicle anymore home, nor do they use it. They The company has their own, correct? The company has their own, and the, in the, any truck, any vehicles that we have stay on property. And addressed. Thank you. Thank you. You all set, Eric? You all set? Yes, thank you. I'm all thank set. You. Is there anyone else on the floor? Is there any counselor uh, on Zoom that have any questions? Is there any concert on Zoom to have any question? Seeing none, I'll take a motion. Motion attentively approved. Motion made and second to tentatively approved. Roll call, please. President LaFlam? Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. Zigarowski? Yes. McAuliffe? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Balakir? Yes. Krampitz? Yes. Dobos? Yes. Prochain? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Kenyette Costello? Yes. 13 yes. And a motion passes. Thank you for coming this evening. Next on the agenda is the City Hall Maintenance, page 96. Good evening. Okay, Dave, you have the floor. Explain your first time budget. Yeah. So bear with me. Um, okay, so the first major increase that um, I have in my budget for this year is uh, $50,000 to the special services budget line item. Uh, that money was taken from the fire department as we are taking over uh, some of the preventive maintenance at the spot the fire stations. I've also included another 25,000 increase to special services um, as we are taking that from the library because we are taking over more budget items from the library. Um, salary increases per the union contracts. Uh, we also have increased repairs to buildings to 90,000 as we are taking on repairs to more properties. Uh, building improvements, I have increased to 40 to allow a buffer for properties if needed. Uh, 10,000 for the purchase of departmental equipment, such as snowblowers, tractors, salters, or cleaning equipment if needed. And we've also increased janitorial supplies due to inflation and price increases. Okay, thank you. Any questions for the maintenance director? Gancho Lopez. Thank you, could you, could you just explain in a little bit more detail that increase for special services? So currently the increase is $100,000, but you're taking some from other departments. Could you line item those? Yep, so most of it is for uh, preventive maintenance on HVAC inspections, um, elevator inspections, um, landscaping items uh, such as fertilization. Uh, trying to think of what else there's. Yeah, I know. <laughs> for the fire stations, a lot of it is repairs to the HVAC system because those systems, a lot of them are outdated on a few of the fire stations. So I'm anticipating this year that we'll have to do some um, significant repairs to some of the HVAC at some of the stations. And then there's also upkeep of the air equipment um, for the plenum vents, for the trucks, for the fire department and um, stuff like that. 
Okay, great. So out of that 100,000 that is being increased, 75 is really what you're asking for because you're taking 25 from the fire budget? Uh, 50. 50 from fire, 25 from the library. Okay, so it's a $25,000 increase to your overall technically because you're stealing from yeah. the ones. Okay, got it, got it. Yeah. I wanted to make sure I was taking from other departments. I didn't want to increase it more. I wanted to, I worked with other department heads so that way it, it was more using Rather what borrowing, we have. Borrowing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Transferred is the really nice way, but it really is borrowing because yeah. the services are to them anyway. So yeah. from the fire, 25 from the library and really a 25 increase to your yep. overall. Got it. Yep. Thank you. You all set? Yes, I'm all set. Thank you. Thank you. Any other? Uh, Councillor uh, Costello. Yes, thanks, President Laflamme. In regards to the bonus, oh, it said in 2022 there was $2,200, but right now there's nothing. What was that bonus about, and why was it there a couple of years ago and it's not there now? Do you know, Dave? That was honestly before I got involved, so. Yeah, yeah, so you don't know. I'm, I, I mean, I we're happy that, that we're not paying it, but. If it's not needed, that's a, that's a good thing. Yeah. Councilor so. um, like right. Costello, it's been removed from all departments. Okay. All right. Thank you. Um, any other comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom? City councilors. Any city councilor from Zoom? Before I say, Dave, I want to thank you for your budget. I know it's a, it's a lot. It's a large amount in the amount of taking over many of the, of the other buildings and it'll probably be a little bit more next year, but um, we're in the right process of having you as our director and doing a great job. So Appreciate thank you. Appreciate approved. Motion made and seconded tenderly approved. Roll call. President Laflamme? Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. Ziggurowski? Yes. McAuliffe? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Galakir? Yes. Krampitz? Dobos? Yes. Bruchane? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Kenyette Costello? Yes. 11 yes, two out of chair. Fred, are you on? Okay, he's up. Thank you. Okay, thank you for coming. Next up will be the emergency management, page 58. Go ahead, Glenn, you got the floor. Okay, our budget is basically, is a pretty um, self-explanatory budget. Most of the money involved in it is really just the grants. You cover the grants ahead of time, and then we just re get reimbursed for them. Other than that, there's radio equipment, which we lease some, a small amount for education, and it's pretty straight, cut forward. It doesn't change much each year. Okay, questions from the floor. Seeing none, anyone from Zoom? Concert from Zoom. So second. Oh, I can come back to you. Is there anybody on Zoom for questions? <coughs> Seeing none, Councilor Lopez, go ahead. Thank you. Um, so I see that a lot of these items were requested for a larger amount than what was actually um, granted after review. Could you explain some of the reasoning why? Are we receiving a larger amount for the grant that we're not spending out? Yeah. we. Um, we, we started after the COVID came, we got more money for a grant, and then normally we get one grant a year, but during the COVID period, they actually hiccuped and gave us a second one. 
So we had to like, normally in our budget, we'll ask for the grant money up front, but we got a second one in the same year. So we had to go in front of you guys and ask for an extra to cover the grant. It's always reimbursable, but we have to use our money and then get reimbursed. So we were able to correct it because we caught up with it with this budget. Okay, so the, the reviewed amount is now up to date and we're still using all of the grant money, correct? Yes, to, to fulfill our grant purchases. Okay, and then for, as a director position, this is in, coordinate, in coordination with another position in the city, correct? Excuse me? Say it again? The director position that's at $20,000. How many hours is that? $20,000, um, it's like 20 hours. It's just, it's, it's a, um, I don't know how we explain it. It's just a, to be the emergency. I don't know. I don't understand how to explain We do like 20 hours a week. It, it, it's, it's a part-time position. Yeah. It's 19 hours. 19 yeah, hours. 19 hours. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, Flat. 19 hours. There you go. Okay. And so is that the, the person who serves as the, as the director, are they only serving as a director for this department or are they also otherly employed with the city? I, I didn't make out. Yes. Yeah, so, so the so the director position is actually um, held by Glenn, and he's a part-time position, and that is a change from maybe about five, six, well, probably a little longer, eight years ago when it was a full-time position, and um, when Glenn took it over, he um, decided to take the position for a limited number of, or a less number of hours, and for a number of years, I was actually serving. Um, as a, as a deputy, as a consultant for Glenn to do some of the grants. And um, as you'll see in this year's budget, um, that amount of $7,500, um, I'll actually be converting to a volunteer for the department and that money will be used for um, planning services over time. Um, I know Glenn had done some work um, last year, or uh, last school year, right, with the pace car and whatnot. So, that special services money is really gonna be used for those planning, training, and overtime activities for the director. Okay, um, <clears throat> do we, you would know better than us, um, do we feel like this part-time director is enough hours to meet the needs of what the city actually needs for emer emergency management? It's worked out good for the last eight years. Yeah, just, just, to, just to add a little bit more color on that, so um, statewide um, emergency management is usually um, a part-time position in larger cities. Um, there are a few communities that have it as full-time, like Boston, Worcester, and I even think Springfield is part-time now. Um, smaller communities, it's usually a secondary duty of the police or fire department. So Chicopee, I think, has struck a really good balance. Um, you know, my, in my other life, I worked, as a, worked for the Mass Emergency Management Agency, so I worked with a number of communities out there, and the model in Chicopee is working really well. He has a very strong volunteer team of residents that will assist during an emergency um, or planned events to provide um, emergency management services. Um, so it works well. And um, the nice thing about our budget is it's built specifically to spend dollar for dollar city money and state money. So we receive approximately $36,000 in grants a year. Um, about 29,000 through one called the EMPG and about 5,000 through the Community Emergency Response Team grant. Um, and if you'll notice, um, our line items will equal just around 35,000 so that we can match that amount. So we're really maximizing the amount of, of grants that we get versus the, the tax dollars. The other nice thing is that we do have that grant spending account, which allows us, like Glenn said, to spend up front and then get reimbursed. But that grant, that Grant spending account is also a disaster relief account so that if there's an emergency that happens in the city, 
we have a, a pool of money that can be drawn from to buy bottled water, shelter supplies, food, um, whatever, so we don't have to go through a, a procurement, you know, um, an appropriation process. So it serves kind of dual purpose. Thank you. Um, and as part of the budget, I, I see that you did not up the director and you're using the special services for the overtime. Um, I do think that it's, it's necessary, particularly because pace car was something you had to come for an appropriation. Um, but I would like to thank you, Glenn, for that idea. I know that it was your idea to, to do a pace car. I like seeing it in my neighborhood. It does slow people down. I think it's effective. Um, and it takes employees like you to figure out a solution, unconventional solutions to problems that are uh, big, big problems in our city. And it's a small solution, and it may save a life or two, and, and that's worth it. So thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Any other comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom? Seeing none, I'll take a motion. Motion to tentatively approve. Motion made and second to tentatively approve. Roll call, please. President Plan? Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. Zigorowski? Yes. McAuliffe? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Balakir? Yes. Krampitz? Yes. Dobos? Yes. Cruchane? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Piniac Costello? Yes. 13 yes. And the motion passes. Thank you for coming. Next up will be the Veteran Services, page 126. Thank you for coming. You have the floor. Thank you for having me. Good evening, counselors. Um, the salary page, there's a little bit of a fluctuation there. We did have a staff member resign and that position was filled at a lower pay grade in step so we're starting that position again and I did have another position go to 40 hours after conversations with the mayor's <laughs> office and auditing and HR and all of that was supported my accounts there was only one increase that was light in power we're seeing some utility increases and we wanted to support paying our bills and the special accounts budget was level funded from previous years Thank you. Councilor Balakir. Yeah, thank you. Uh, thanks for your hard work. Yeah. Quick question regarding the cash aid. Are, are we still getting reimbursed by the state for part of that? Oh, yeah, 75%. I, I'm sorry, what percent? 75. 75%. Okay, good. Thank you. Thank you. Any other comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom? City councilors. Any comments from Zoom from any city councilors? Seeing none, I'll take a motion. Motion attentively approved. Motion made and second attentively approved. The Veterans Sur Services. Roll call. President LaFlam? Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. Zigorowski? Yes. McAuliffe? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Balakir? Yes. Krampitz? Yes. Dobos? Yes. Cruchane? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Kenyat Costello? Yes. 13 yes. And a motion passes. Thank you for coming this evening. Thank you. Next up, we'll have the library, page 134. <clears throat> Thank you. You have the floor. Good evening, counselors. Good evening. We have just a few changes of the, the, with this budget over last year. Uh, for salaries, we increased one position, our community services librarian, from 35 to 40 hours. Uh, however, the, the request for that position is actually lower than the last fiscal year because the person who held the position previously was more senior. 
so that ended up a net uh, decrease. Uh, as Dave from facilities explained, we decreased our special services line from 41,000 to 16,000. That's a result of their coverage of things that we were previously covering. Uh, the only increase we have is our books, records, and periodicals line item. That was increased to $229,112.56 to meet our materials expenditure, which allows us to qualify for state aid. That line item must always be 12% of the total budget. That's everything. Thank you. Any comments, Councillor um, Balak here? Yes, yeah, thank you for your hard work. Quick question, please. The computer network service, it, it looks like this line item has remained the same from mm -hmm. 2022. So is, is this a contract that you have? Could you, sh could you shed some light on that, please? It is. That's a fee that we pay to our consortium, uh, which runs li uh, combines libraries uh, from 150 towns and cities in the state. Um, that budget is generally pretty consistent. It does fluctuate slightly each year, but is usually around the same amount. Okay, thank you. As a follow-up, is, is that a contract, or is that just, is it year to year, or is it like a three-year It or is year to year. Okay, um, all right, thank you. Thank you. Any comments? Uh, Councilor Costello. Thank you. Um, thanks again for your hard work. Um, we are very proud here in Chicopee of our library system. Thank you. Probably the best in the state, so we appreciate all you do for it. Thank you. But I noticed that the guards, the salary, I mean, the expenses went up from roughly 15 to 31,000. Is there a reason that they're, they're, they have to uh, be there more often? Last fiscal year, we added a part-time position that had been removed from our budget during COVID. So that was the main reason for that increase. Okay, all right, thank you. Councilor Lopez. Thank you. Um, so special services was 21,000 in 2022, 41,000 in 2023, and 16,000 in 2024. Could you shed some light on why and what kind of special services we're talking about? Sure. Uh, so the reason for the increase of special services was um, after speaking with the mayor, there were things that were not going to be covered um, from the first fiscal year that you were talking about, the 21,000. Uh, we were being asked to cover certain things, um, and so that was increased. When uh, the facilities department came on board, uh, we looked at everything carefully with Dave and realized that we didn't need what we had because he was going to be covering a fair amount of it, so we took as much as we possibly could from that to turn over to his department. Okay, so that's the fifteen thousand, the twenty-five thousand dollars that he was talking about. Yes. Yeah. Um, what costs were did you have to cover from twenty twenty-two to twenty twenty-three that you just referenced? Uh, so uh, there is um, fire security. Um, we were asked to cover um, things like uh, snow removal. Um, you know, with our maintenance staff. Um, it also covers elevator services and uh, HVAC, which has been an increasing cost for us, uh, covering repairs for that. Okay. So in 2022, if I'm understanding you properly, in 2022, what was budgeted was not enough. So that's why in 2023, you had to request so much to yes. back cover, basically. Yeah. And now that you've given Dave some, then you don't need as much. I understand. Right. Thank you. I'll I'm all set. Thank you. Uh, Councilor Labrie. Yes, uh, thank you for your uh, work. And um, how many open positions do you have uh, right now, or are they all filled? Open? We, we are fully staffed. 
Uh, we had a number of open positions for a couple of Since years and now that, yeah. are at full staff. Okay, great. Thank you. Good to hear. Congratulations. Any other on comments that. from uh, questions from the floor? Any questions on Zoom from the City Council? Any questions on Zoom from the City Council? Seeing none, I'll take a motion. Motion to tenderly approve. Motion made a second to tenderly approve the library's budget. Roll call. President of Flam? Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. Zigorowski? Yes. McAuliffe? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Balakir? Yes. Krampitz? Yes. Bobos? Yes. Cruchane? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Pinia Costello? Yes. 13, <clears throat> yes. And the motion passes. Thank you for coming in. Thank you. For coming. Ne Next up, we have the Health Department, page 123. Good evening, Lisa. You have the floor. Thank you. Okay. Um, page 124 for our, for the health expenses. Could, we have. Could two you increases. just pull the mic a little closer to you? Sure. We have um, on page 124 underneath health expenses. We have two increases. One is in special services. That's our doctor. We went from 150 a month to 350 a month. So we went from 800, 1800 to 4,200. And the second increase is in memberships, um, 5,500, and that's our membership to the uh, Mosquito Control Board. Mm -hmm. Everything else, um, the salaries are contractual. Okay, um, Councilor Costello. Thank you. Um, thanks for your hard work. Okay. Um, I know that I contact you guys a lot and I appreciate your, uh, your prompt response. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, in regards to your, your code enforcement um, employees, it looks like there's two listed. Is one full-time and is one part-time? That is correct. One is 35 hours and the other is 19 point, well, 35 hours a week. The other is 19 hours a week. Do you think that that's enough? I do. You do? Yes. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Any other comments from the floor? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Councillor Balakir's next. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. President. I apologize. Yeah. Thank that. you, Lisa, first for what you guys do. It's 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 a, a you have, you guys carry a lot of issues and uh, you do a nice job. Thank you. Quick question though regarding the Animal Control Center, um, is this a contract or or how does this how does this work? Could you just shed some light on that, please? This is a contract. Um, we pay. I'm sorry, Sharon. Is it per? Oh. By our population, it's, it's a contract. Okay, and is this is this year to year, or is this like a five-year contract? Because it looks like it's it's pretty much, uh, well, at least for the last couple of years, the, the numbers have remained the same. So that's why I'm sort of curious. So they submit an invoice, and we pay off that invoice. Okay. So we pay what they submit. All right, and is this is this uh, and which animal control center is this? Please, is this for the one for Western Mass? It's Thomas Joe Connor. Okay, Thomas Joe Connor. Yeah. Okay, all right, thank you. You're thank welcome. you. Any comments, questions from the floor? Any questions from Zoom from the City Council? Is there any question on Zoom from the City Council for the Health Department? Seeing none, I'll take a motion. Motion to tentatively approve. Motion made and seconded to tentatively approve the Health Department's budget. Roll call. President of Flam? Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. Zigorowski? Yes. McAuliffe? Yes. Brooks? Yes. 
Lopez? Yes. Balakir? Yes. Krampitz? Yes. Dobos? Yes. Cruchane? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Pinyak Costello? Yes. 13 yes. And a motion passed. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you. The next stop will be the Treasurer Debt Services and then the Bonds and Interests of Debt Service, page 19. Um, I just have a question. Um, I didn't start yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure everything's okay. Um, should uh, President Laflamme be involved in regards to um, this? Would that be a conflict, or should um, Vice President uh, Zagorowski? It should I have no bearing on it. I have no um, okay. difference. All right, I just want to make sure that that's But okay. I will not be asking any questions. I'm just going to run the meeting. Okay. But if you would like him to run it, I'll be glad no, to. No, no, that's fine. Him. I just want to make sure. I don't. It's no different than the police department budget when my son comes up. Okay. I can't do the personal things that he's involved, pay yeah. raises and that, but I can do his return, the police department's overall budget. Yeah, that's, that's, I just want to make sure everything's okay. As Thanks. far as I know, so. Yeah. I'll take that. Okay. You have the floor. All set. Hi, I, of course, I hope you all know me. I'm the treasurer of LaFlam. And um, starting with our salaries, um, they're contractual. Um, one change that I did request this year is to add a new position, a new clerk. Um, I don't know if some of you know, but my office was devastated. I lost a lot of key people um, with a lot of experience going out the door the last couple of years. Um, so I'm in a rebuilding phase. Um, but not only a rebuilding phase, we have a lot of additional um, work that we're asked to do. So um, the need for a new position, um, that's what I'm asking for. Just to give you a couple ideas why to, um, you know, something new, bulk waste. We do that. We, we help uh, residents uh, fill out the applications and take in their money. Um, we help the cultural council. We help emergency management, we, um, things like that. And one big thing that takes a lot of time, um, we're into traveling again. Now that COVID is out of the way, I think every department is traveling. So that takes a lot of time. So I'm asking for some assistance there. Otherwise it's contractual. Um, as for expenses, most of them stayed the same. I did ask for a couple of increases, one being um, postage. You, it went up last year, it's going up again. Um, and if you don't know, the postage is in my office for the whole entire city. So um, that's why it's kind of a large amount. Um, printing and binding, I ask again, just increases because those are our checks, our 1099, our W-2 forms, things like that I've seen an increase in. Um, and then office supplies, I increased to about $500 just because of regular inflation. Um, and that's pretty much it. Medicare is always the same. We put uh, increase in 3% for that. Any questions? Yeah, th thanks for the hard work that you do. Um, Marie, could you just shed some light on special services? Uh, I'm not sure what you were. It if, is. Yes, sure. please. Thank you. In my budget, the special services include um, any of the bank fees, 
uh, when we go out to bond, we pay bond council and um, things like that. We pay, um, if I need consulting or whatnot, we would pay it out of special services. Um, we also pay, we have an OPEB report that's, that we do, and I would pay that um, vendor as well out of that. Okay, all right, thank you. Okay, um, if I could just take a break a minute. I just talked to the attorney, and he doesn't think there's an issue with it at all, but I'm going to actually ask the vice president to take over this here, um, this particular one. I don't see a problem, but I'm going to ask you to oversee the uh, treasurers. So, Bob, I've, I've opened it up, so you, anybody that wants to talk. Thanks from the council. Sorry, Beth. Thank you. Okay, you indicated about the Medicare tax city share. Um, and it's, um, it looks like it's kind of stayed the same. Is that in regards to any other health insurance or any, any other insurance except for Medicare? That's Medicare, correct. Okay. Okay, thanks. All set, Ms. Costello? Yes, I'm all set, thanks. Anybody else? Ms. Lopez? Uh, you mentioned some losses in terms of employees. Could you just run us through which positions are currently open in your department? So um, I have one on medical leave. I had one, um, the payroll administrator took another position within the city. I just hired a payroll administrator maybe just a couple of months ago, and I also lost my assistant treasurer um, to go on to be a comma treasurer, um, and I just filled that maybe f well, just about four weeks ago. So you currently have one person on medical leave and one open position then? So I'm, uh, no, I'm one on medical leave and I, the rest are filled. Okay. Yeah. They're all like, <laughs> I think every one of them is less than a couple, two years, <laughs> except for one. Um, the assistant treasurer, I see that there's an increase in the salary. Are these positions that are, you know, certain steps? And if so, how are they starting at a higher salary than what would, would have been the person before? No, they, this one um, is less than the prior one. So 2022 is 66, 2023 is 74.6, 2024 is 78.9, that's an increase. Um, there was, I believe, a, um, it's of the, what do you call it? The non-union wage scale. The There's scale. There's a percentage increase and a step increase right. each year. So that's what that was. It, but she didn't go, the new person didn't go on a higher step than the former one. Yeah. It's the wage, we do go by the wage scale, yes. Okay, same step, started at the beginning of the step. Um, not at the very beginning. She had some experience, so, but she wasn't as high a step as the former one. Okay, thank you. I'm all set. I'll say Ms. Lopez. President. Anybody else on the floor? Anybody on Zoom? Well, the next one, we're going to go to the we'll Motion to tentatively approve. Second. To tentatively approve. Oh, motion to tentatively approve, right. Okay. You have to second it. Okay. You have to second it, Mr. Jerry Roy. Roll call. President Laflamme. Abstain. Roy. Yes. Tillotson. Yes. Zigarowski. Yes. McAuliffe. Yes. Brooks. Yes. Lopez. Yes. 
Bellakir? Yes. Krampitz? Yes. Dobos? Yes. Cruchane? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Pinyak Costello? Yes. 12 yes, one abstain. Motion passed. Now we'll go to bonds and interest, page 146, 149. I don't have too much to say other than we have some principal payments that are due during the year and the interest um, that we're obligated to pay Re reflects all the previous projects throughout the years that we're still paying on. Obligation. Can I ask a question? Any questions from the floor? Good. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, quick question, Marie. Um, the senior center construction for bonds for special account, um, did we have a new bond offering that, or did we have to start paying back in 2023 because in 2022 it's, it's not listed? Uh, let's see. Um, oh, that would be on page 146, sorry. I don't think I have that in front of me. Um, so you were saying the senior center what? Can you senior center construction, and, and so in, in 2022, there, there's nothing there. But then um, in 2023, then there's an amount for 200,000, and then of course for 24. So I was under the impression that the majority was paid off. So I, I, I was just questioning this line item, or was there a new bond tied to some new construction that that we had? No, there was no new bond. Okay. All right. Mm -mm. Okay. Um, all right. Thank you. You're welcome. Ms. Lopez. Thank you. Um, for bond anticipation, it was 522. <laughs> then it went down to 250, and it's at 250 again. Is there a reason why we're still at the lower number? Do we pay something off that we are not anticipating as much? It's on page 149. So it was 520.22. Okay, yep. And then it went down to 250 last year. And then it's at 250 again this year. So we, that was Can you speak into the mic just because oh, they can't hear you? Sorry. Um, I was trying to respect you as well. Sorry about that. Um, so the ban, we renewed. So it, we did have it last year. We renewed it again. We didn't go long term. Um, so that's why it's still on from last year to this year. But why is the number lower for bond anticipation? So maybe I'm not understanding what this line item is then. My, my thought process when I read this line item is that this is anticipated differences in bond. If that's not correct, can you correct that for me? So the, what you're reading here, the, the bond anticipation, it's short term. That's all that that means. It's the, the rest of them are long term. The band, which is the one you're talking about, is only year to year. So we, have, we either have to pay it off or go long term. This one is, we renewed it for another year. Oh, okay. So this item called bond anticipation is for the band? Yeah. Interest. Interest. There's two different, there's interest on the band. That's what you're looking for. The one year, I'm sorry, the one year interest payment. Okay, <clears throat> so we're still anticipating that it's less this year. Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'll shut this I'm all set, thank you. 
Anybody else on the floor? Yep. Mary Beth. Thanks, uh, Bob. It, it indicates in the original 2022 Chicopee High School was 27,000. It dropped down to 19,200. But it looks like the request for 2024 went up to 114. 114,000, is there a reason for that? Chicopee High School. I don't have that in front of me. Do you have that, Sharon? I don't. Are you talking about principal or interest? Bonds <clears throat> or interest? Um, what page there's number? There's two different it's, sheets. A, it's on the interest. What page number are you on, Council? Uh, 149. 149, it says interest, special accounts. Okay. So it went up. Item two. I just wanted to know why that right under what we were just be high refinanced. Um, usually the only reason that would happen is if, if we is if something was refinanced or combined. I That's the only that. usually time that would happen that it would go up. That one I would have to get back to you on. I'm not positive of that. Okay, so that the That's interest curious. on Chickabee High because I was under the impression we that Chickabee High would be Oh. I um, that it would be almost paid off because I thought it was a a twenty year uh, a twenty year borrowing back in two thousand and three two thousand and four so I just wanted to figure out that if that was going to be paid off I'd have to look that one up I don't know by heart on those sorry. Okay. What I do in the um, attorney Costello is in the final budget, I will include in the front of that fully printed budget. When they all will retire, there'll be a, there'll be a, each project and okay. when it will be paid off, which is <clears throat> an, on a one page snapshot. So you'll be able to see each one when it'll be off of the budget. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, because there's that's big. That's good news for us to know. Yeah, it shows how many are coming off the lists. That'll help. That's good because we can save, we have more money because we don't have to pay. Mm -hmm. Thanks. That'll help when you decide if you want to borrow more. Right. Thank you. You all set, Mr. Costello? No, I'm all set. All right. Thank you. Mr. Cushane. So I'm going to go back to the Senior Center because a few years ago I was president when the state awarded the Senior Center a grant to pay off the debt to the yep, city. But now we have actually two line items totaling $330,000 of construction and then there's the interest on that also. Just trying to figure out, maybe you can back to us and let us know what that is because they should have zero debt to the city according to that particular bond. Maybe there's something new that we've loaned the money for. No, so we borrowed for the that? senior center twice. Yeah. Um, and we have to borrow for the full project. Even though right. the senior center, like friends, um, mm -hmm. donated the two, actually two million. Yeah. Um, they, they were allowed to pay that down as best they could when they could, mm -hmm. um, but we have to borrow it. Right, but the, the state amount. paid their debt off to us, so there shouldn't be anything in that line item as far as I'm concerned because the state paid off their debt to us, but we still have a debt to us. No. <laughs> so they didn't pay the total project. As the debt, the seniors' friends do not have a debt. They paid their two share shows. of. So there was two different but the, loans. But the city borrowed for years, yeah. <laughs> for two different times. Nice. So we still have a debt. Okay. 
okay. that we're paying year to year. Gotcha. Yeah. So but you're right. The senior friends right. have no debt. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Anybody else on the floor? Anybody on Zoom? I'll take a motion. Motion to tentatively approve. Motion to tentatively approve. Roll call. President Lamb. Roy. Yes. Tillotson. Yes. Zigorowski. Yes. McCulloch. Brooks. Yes. Lopez. Yes. Galakir. Yes. Rampitz. Yes. Dobos. Yes. Cruchane. Yes. Labrie. Yes. Pinyak Costello. Yes. Eleven yes, one out of chair and one <coughs> abstain. Thank you. Uh, Councilor uh, McAuliffe is no longer on the budget hearing as of now. Please note. Okay. Thank you for doing that for me, Bob. Okay, next we're going to go to the planning department. 39. Good evening, Lee. You have the floor. Thank you, Councilor Laflam. Good evening, everyone. Uh, we'll start with a review of our salary counts. Uh, the majority of these are as by contract. Uh, the one change uh, that you will note, uh, we've uh, zeroed out the environmental stipend, and that is because I've made a request to the mayor uh, and reviewed with auditing of moving our development manager from a 35-hour work week to a 40-hour work week. Um, he receives the environmental stipend of $10,000, which essentially covers that additional five hours of work. So we would just move that into the salary line item uh, for the development manager, which is a, a Chapter 7 position, um, and that would allow us to do away with the environmental stipend in this budget. Uh, the, our expense accounts are um, relatively unchanged from last year. Um, we've accounted for inflation um, in our uh, special services account. Um, otherwise, uh, everything is, is pretty much as it was the previous year. Um, and then we have uh, four special accounts, our membership in the Valley Bike Program. There's an annual fee for that. Um, our historic commission has a line item through the planning department. Um, the multifamily housing initiative, we've been budgeting uh, to close on four houses annually. Um, we've requested the same for the next fiscal year. Um, and then uh, we have a line item uh, for uh, our comprehensive plan, uh, which we're hoping to see uh, completed uh, as we move into the next fiscal year. Thank you. Everybody got a question? Councilor Libri. Yes, Lee, thank you. Uh, on that multifamily housing initiative, uh, are we capped at four? Uh, like if somebody comes in on the fifth one, if we do four, I know there hasn't been a, a lot of interest in that program, but. We're not capped at four. Uh, we've budgeted for four just so that we're not tying up uh, significant cash resources in the program, uh, but the mayor has been comfortable with me making additional appropriations requests in a year where we have more than four come through. Okay, and, and that, yeah, that's the multifamily one. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Next up will be uh, Concha Lopez. Thank you. Could you just explain the increase in the education training program? Uh, sure. Uh, so we typically uh, plan to have our GIS coordinator attend um, their two uh, okay. training sessions uh, annually uh, through her professional organization. 
Um, it moves around, um, so we have to account for where it's located this year. Um, it's a little bit closer to home. It's down at Yale and New Haven. And then there's a spring conference, uh, which they never announce until a couple months beforehand. Uh, so we budget based on where it was the previous year. Um, there was also a slight increase uh, for the um, planning conferences. So the American Planning Association runs um, the major academic program for uh, credentialed planners. Uh, this current fiscal year, it was in Philadelphia, so our travel costs were very low. Uh, this coming year, it's in Minneapolis, so we have to fly. Um, so the, we took the train to Philadelphia. It was very easy and very cost-effective. Minneapolis will have to fly. So we've adjusted based on expected, expected travel cost. And how many people end up going to those conferences? Um, for, uh, there's one person who does the GIS training, and the three planners, myself, the assistant, and the associate participate in the APA conferences. Thank you. Could you uh, talk about the special services increase and what exactly that pays for? Sure. Um, typically, annually, I plan to do a planning project either with the UMass uh, Regional Planning Program or the Conway School of Landscape Design. Uh, so that's one thing that we budget for um, to have. The other big portion of our special services is appraisals and surveys as needed. Um, because of COVID, and the uh, variety of funding programs that have become available, particularly to governments, um, the demand for surveying work has gone up substantially and their prices have increased. So based on what we saw this year over what we are anticipating, we've adjusted for an equivalent amount of work for the next year, but at a, a higher price point. Thank you. I'm all set, Mr. President. Thank you. Next up will be Councilor Balakir. Yes, uh, yeah, thank you, Mr. President. Uh, thank you, Lee, for your hard work in your department. Question, Lee, about the Valley Bike Annual Member Fee. Sure. It's, it's my understanding that uh, this project is in trouble and that we don't see any bikes out there. So um, could you shed some light as to the status of, of um, this? Councilor Balakir, we cannot discuss that. But, but, this, is, but this is tight. It, it, there's, there's a line if you're asking a question what it's used for, that's fine, but not if... Okay. Okay, thank you. I'm glad to explain what it's used yep. for. So right now, uh, the way that Valley Bike is administered is that Northampton um, holds all the contracts with the vendors uh, that operate the system on behalf of the consortium of communities that are a part of it. Uh, so based on the number of bikes and the number of stations that we own, there is a formula that was agreed to by all the member communities that um, develops our, our admin fee, which we pay to Holyoke to administer the operators. Um, so that's what's reflected in our budget. Um, you know, there are um, some issues that the consortium is working through. Um, I won't have answers to that probably until later this fall um, as to where things are going. Uh, but what, what's in the budget is just our admin fee um, to cover our portion of the overall costs. All right, thank you very much. You all set, Okay, next up is Councilor Cushane. Uh, with Valley Bike being bankrupt, I was surprised to see a line item for a membership fee for them. Uh, to be clear, the Valley Bike itself is not bankrupt. Just read it, they filed for bankruptcy. Valley Bike is a consortium of communities. Um, our vendor, one of our operators, um, has allegedly declared bankruptcy in their country of Canada. Yeah. But that does not mean that our system is bankrupt. So where are the bikes? <laughs> our bikes are in storage um, under control, of, under contracts that are controlled by Northampton. Right, because Northampton pulled their bikes too. 
They're not Pardon? Doing, well, no, I'm just reading the article from Northampton. That's I know we're tied in with them, and they're not doing anything until the bankruptcy is finalized. Well, we're uh, all tied to the okay. same operator. Right. Um, so all of our materials are stored in the same place because they're all shared between all the member organizations. So where, the, where does this fee go if the company is filing for bankruptcy? This fee goes to Northampton okay. um, to cover the cost of administering the program. It does not go directly to our vendor who operates right. the system. So if Northampton's not going to administer it, do we get that money back? Northampton not has not yet? indicated that they are not continuing to administer the program. I just read it. That's all. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Councilor uh, Costello and then Councilor Thank you. Um, Lee, I noticed that in regards to your overtime, it, uh, it decreased from 2022 from roughly uh, 23,000. Um, this year, your request is 6,000. That's can correct. You, can you explain? Sure. Back in 2022 is when uh, I began the process of requesting moving all of my staff from 35-hour work weeks to 40-hour work weeks. Um, part of the reason for that initial increase was based on our COVID operating procedures. There was a lot more legwork and evening work to administer our boards and commissions. Um, and my staff was simply getting far too much comp time um, and we weren't able to operate during the day. Um, so we um, started paying out overtime, and now that the majority of the staff outside of the development manager is at um, 40 hours, it's cut down dramatically on our need for overtime pay. Okay, thanks. That was a good move. Councilor Del Baz, did you have a question? No. No, no I'm sorry. Okay. Thank you. I'll send any questions on the. Okay, any questions from Zoom from the City Council on the. Planning and, de and development uh, budget. I make a motion to tentatively pass. Approve. approve. Motion approve. made and second to tentatively approve. approve. For the planning and development. Roll call, please. President of Plam? Yes. Roy? Yes. Hellitzen? Yes. Zigorowski? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Balakir? Yes. Krampitz? Yes. Dovos? Yes. Cruchane? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Pinyak Costello? Yes. 12 yes. And the motion passes. Thank you for coming. Collectors. Thanks, Lee. Page 22. Thanks, Dan. You have the floor. Good evening, counselors. Uh, yeah, good evening. Those Stan. of you that are out there that don't know me, I'm Stanley Iwanicki. I'm the city's tax collector. Um, the 2024 budget for the uh, collector's office, uh, page one that I have here is for salaries. They're all contractual obligations that we have to pay. Um, longevity is uh, one of them also in the positions for the clerks, part-time senior clerk, account clerk, and the collector. <coughs> Second page uh, is all level funded except for the postage account uh, is uh, Treasurer Marie Laflamme stated that postage has gone up twice. It also has gone up again from when I put in this budget. Uh, postage is basically for real estate tax bills, uh, the original ones, first and second. Uh, also for demand notices, it is also for the postage of the excise tax bills. And the special accounts are basically all lever funded also. Um, and that's pretty much the cons uh, 
of the budget. Thank you. Councillor Costello. Um, thanks, Dan. Um, in regards to your special services, in 2022 it was 1500 and then a year later it jumped to 5000 and you're keeping it at the same amount. What was the reason for the jump, Stan? Well, special services was at 5000 prior to 2022. Okay. It is for our uh, bankruptcy attorney. Um, it was actually in the law department, and then it came because we do the bankruptcies in the collector's office. Um, we did not, in 2022, actually had that many bankruptcies, but then the, it jumped up after COVID and during COVID. Um, basically, our... Um, uh, homeowners that are in bankruptcy. So like I said, we went up to the original $5,000 amount to, to cover that service. So basically that's a service that in, involves the, the tax attorney. So you, he's not, or he or she's not part of the law department? No, he's a, a special bankruptcy attorney that was hired by the law department and then became in our office because we are the ones that deal with the bankruptcies uh, for tax purposes, uh, making sure that they are, um, we send out, we don't send bills to them if they're in bankruptcy, we don't pursue any collections when they're in bankruptcy. So that's why the law department decided that it would be best in the collector's office. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Council Lopez. Thank you. So I just have a question on postage. So during a few minutes ago, Treasurer Laflamme indicated that she covered the postage for the entire city, but yet you have a $55,000 line item for postage. Why is your postage not covered by the Treasurer's Department? Well, the Treasurer's Office is basically our day-to-day -day postage when we have to send a letter to an attorney or a letter to the homeowner. This is uh, basically the, we, each city town has a deputy collector. Deputy collectors deal with the, um, excise tax bills so that they can deal with the RMV in order to mark people who haven't paid so that they can't do something with the RMV till they are paid. Our deputy collector also prints our real estate bills and our excise tax bills, uh, and that's what the postage is for, the printing of excise and real estate tax. Thank you. Thank you. Any other questions from the floor? Any questions on Zoom from a city council? Any question on Zoom from the City Council? Seeing none, I'll take a motion. Motion tenderly approved. Motion made and seconded to tenderly approve the collector's budget. Roll call. President Flam? Yes. Roy? Yes. Pellitson? Yes. Sigurowski? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Dalakir? Yes. Krampitz? Yes. Dobos? Yes. Bershane? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Piniac Costello? Yes. 12 yes. And a motion passes. Thank you for coming. Next Thank you. Up, Have a good evening. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, next is the assessors, page 16. Okay. One of you have the floor at a time. Okay. Um, hi, I'm Laura McCarthy, Chairman of the Board of Assessors. We have Brian Succi and Victor Annap, our other two assessors. Uh, the first page of our budget is the salary accounts. Um, they have changed according to the contract. The second page is our expense sheet, and there are two changes. Um, 
the registration fees has gone up from 6000 to 7800 um, That's on account of the registration fees for our educational courses. Um, we need to do continuing education every year and so many credits per year. Um, our main ones, our large ones, are the summer conference, which is one week, and our um, education conference, which is actually at UMass in August um, for one week. Also, there is uh, two fall conferences, both state and on a local level. Um, winter conferences that we usually don't attend, but we do two spring conferences also, both state and a local level and then um, a local summer conference. And there are ways that we network and get more information, up-to-date information from the Department of Revenue as to our job and what they're expecting each year. Um, the other change was in memberships because our memberships really weren't totaling $400, so we brought it down to 250 The last page is two special accounts update for revaluation is at 20,000. That is the amount we are paying for a contract for someone to assist us with our sales analysis and our adjustments each year that we're required to do according to sale prices by the Department of Revenue. Um, we also have to do a special um, valuation of our two energy companies in the city, and it basically are both Eversource. They have property in our city. Um, the CAMA cost is basically support fees that we pay for Vision, which is real estate, and RRC, which is a personal property software. Thank you. Any questions from the floor? Hunter Ballack here. Yeah, thank you for the hard work that you folks do. A quick question regarding the update for the revaluation. Is this one contract with one specific company? And if so, is this a long-term contract or is this a year-to-year? -year? How does that work, please? We, we put a request for, well, we did request for proposals. Okay. But basically, we have one contractor who bids on it right now. Mm -hmm. The contractor who bids must use our vision software. Okay. And we have a local contractor who's excellent at knowing Western Massachusetts, who gives us an extremely good price. Prior contracts were fifty to $100,000 or more when we were dealing with the software companies. Mm -hmm. okay. So it, we, we do... I don't know how to say it. You know, we put it out to bid, but no one else bids on it. I see. Okay. And is, is this a year-to-year? Year? There's a follow-up question. Each year we put it out to bid. Um, we're required to change our values according to the market each year right. following statistics. It's a statist statistical analysis of the sales from the prior calendar years. Every five years, we're required to do 
a full analysis of the system with the Department of Revenue. They'll require certain specifics that we have to do. And also every 10 years, they require us to remeasure, relist our property. So everything we do is controlled by the Department of Revenue. All right, thank you very much thank for you. the explanation. Council Lopez. Uh, my question is kind of simple. So subsistence of persons, what is that, like a water bubbler? It's food. So Substance of person is food. So when we go on a conference and we need to get lunch or dinner while we're at a conference. Why is that a separate line item? So we have a bunch of other budgets that have like just a travel line item that I imagine would probably cover food as well for them because they don't have a subsistence of persons line item. Why is this delineated Maybe this way? Maybe antiquated in terms of the name of it. It's always been substance of persons, but I've been here 25 years. So maybe other persons have changed it to meals. When I first read it, I was like, snacks? Maybe water was, was more intriguing, but yeah. um, maybe do we have, is, there, is it just labeled as something else or just included into the travel budget for other budgets? It is. Anybody that got travel added later, probably we just combined it into travel, but yeah. some of the departments that have had it for years and years still have the old subsistence of person. Okay. It's really not being used, we, though, I don't think, that by we, anybody. We have used the travel portion for reimbursement for gas if we're traveling to a conference. Um, sometimes we're in Southbridge, um, Devon, or, um, you know, Plymouth recently, or Amherst. Um, we were just at a conference in Plymouth, and the conferences used to include meals, but to keep it affordable, they don't include meals anymore. So it comes from somewhere, you know. So are these like conferences that you're there for a week, or like if you go for one day to somewhere? Well, we go for summer. Conferences that I'm referring to are, um, well, we just went to a conference, it was four days. That's when we would get reimbursed for travel and for subsistence for meals. Um, UMass, we don't stay there, so we get lunches usually provided with the conference, so there's not as much cost, but there's the registration fees. Um, others are one-day events that we travel to depending on where they're located and usually involve meals. The large one is the summer conference because they changed it. We were there for four days and we're provided with one meal. <laughs> um, I would love if this could just be rolled over into a travel budget so it doesn't look like we're paying for snacks. Um, just like in the future, I know that other people have rolled it over. So happy to provide it, happy to cover meals if you're not getting fed while you're at a conference, but don't want it to look like I'm approving some snacks for y'all. So if we could just correct that, I don't know if in the final one you can correct that. Yep, I see notes being taken, so thank you. I'm all set. You all set? Thank you. Any other questions from the floor? Any questions for city councilors on Zoom? Any questions from city councilor on Zoom? Seeing then I'll take a motion. Motion tentatively approved. Motion made and seconded tentatively approved the assessor's budget. Roll call. President LaPlam? Yes. Roy? Yes. Yeah. Tillotson? Yes. Zigarowski? Yes. McBrooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Balakir? Yes. Krampitz? Yes. Dobos? Yes. Cruchane? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Pinnia Costello? Yes. 12 yes. And the motion passes. Thank you for coming this yep. evening. Thank, Thank you, guys. Thank Next up work. is MIS, page 9. 
Thank you. Andrew, you got the floor. Good evening, counselors. For those who may not know me, I'm Andrew Vernon. So first for salary accounts, an increase this year from 35 to 40 hours for the majority of the city staff. Uh, that's the most significant change. Second, uh, in an expense account for public safety, there is a slight increase for public safety. Uh, again, as we work with public safety to take over uh, the management of technology in the public safety complex, this is an item that needed to increase a bit. Uh, and last, for the project accounts, the 04 accounts, those are either level funded or decreased slightly. Did you go over your, your expense on page 11? Did you go through that yet? Anything in particular for the expenses? Well, let me just go through how I meant. You've got several pages, so I want to make sure that staff has the informational services. Okay, if, if, if you guys want to look, just four pages for MIS, so if there's any questions on any of those. Consul uh, Lopez. Thank you. Um, service contracts, it looks like it's gone up by about $70,000. It was 600 in 2022, 815 in 2023, and now 885 in 2024. Could you explain that increase, please? Correct. So the majority of that has been also, an increase in software relative to cybersecurity. Uh, that also includes the increased cost for uh, the cybersecurity policy for the city. Uh, inflation is by far and away the most significant, though, for that. Okay, thank you. Um, could you, in software upgrades, is that just inflation as well? Because it was 140 in 2022, then it went up to 190 and now 195. Correct. And to be clear, the software upgrades is used explicitly and only for if there is an upgrade to a piece of software. Uh, an example, the Vision 8 software that's used by the assessor's office was recently upgraded. Uh, that's just an example of where that's used. For camera install installation and maintenance, it was 250 in 22. It went down. Um, last year to 215 and it's at 215 again. Uh, is this camera installation for the whole city? This comes out of this budget? Not the entire city. That is only for the public safety cameras. That is not cameras for the schools and that is not cameras for the municipal buildings. Only it is public only safety. public safety cameras. Not schools and not city. Okay, and then so if it's only for the public safety cameras, I've heard from um, multiple officers at multiple meetings that we actually need some more cameras. So why is that budget lower than it was in 2022 if things obviously cost more money now? So the, so the cameras are determined based on crime and based on what the chief of police wishes to have in terms of new locations for cameras. So has the chief of police indicated that we do not need an increase for cameras, that we do not need more cameras than what is allotted by that 215 figure, which is less than in prior years? He has not said that we don't need more. So then why have we only asked for 215? 
that is the exact amount that we used this past year procuring a very significant amount of cameras. In years past, we would typically only put about 10 new cameras in place. Uh, now we're putting more than that in place along with a couple specialized cameras as well. Uh, that count also includes the licensing for the software that runs the camera system for the public safety building. Okay. Okay. Any other questions from Councilor Balakir? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not done, actually. Oh, you're not done? Nope. I'm sorry about that. No, go ahead. I just thought you were done. Nope. Um, for the telephone, it looks like that decreased as well. So it was 70, then 95, then 75. Could you explain that to us? Uh, the telephone expense or the telephone project? Telephone expense on page 11, she's, line item number asking. three. Telephone was 70,000 in 2022, 95 in 2023, and now 75 in 2024. So it's leveled off more. So that is the account, not for hardwired phones of the city, but explicitly for cell phones or mobile data. Anything that's mobile data of the city, not schools, comes out of that account. Um, there have been less employees uh, and in turn, less need for more phones and more plans. Okay, thank you. And then for your position on this, um, the number that we see here is not the entirety, right? We split it between us and the school budget? Correct, my position is split 50-50 between the city and schools, as is the assistant. Uh, director of IT along with uh, one of our network engineers between the schools and city. So just for transparency purposes for folks who may be looking through these numbers, so it's 66,000 that comes out of this budget and then 66,000, a little bit more than that, that comes out of the school budget. So that ends up being one, along those lines, hold on, I'm not gonna quote me on this. So it ends up being a little bit over 132. Three. Yep. Just to be clear. Okay, I'm all set. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you're, uh, you're all set, Council. All set. That was the answer. I'm sorry, Andrew. I missed this. Um, is all the software in the city paid for through your department, or are they paid for by individual departments? The vast majority is. Uh, I hope that department heads are communicating and sharing with me so that I can absorb the cost if they are paying for anything in terms of software. Thank you. Thank you. Is there any questions on Zoom from city councilors for the M MIT? MIS. I'm sorry, MIS. Is there any questions? Seeing none, I'll take a motion. Motion to tentatively approve. Motion made and seconded to tentatively approve the MIS uh, budget. Roll call. President Flam? Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. Zigorowski? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Balakir? Yes. Krampitz? Yes. Dobo? Yes. Cruchane? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Pinia Costello? Yes. <clears throat> and a motion passes. Thank you for coming. We have next Human Resources Thank you. Page 28. You have the floor, sir. 
you want to go Thank you very budget? much. Good evening. My name is Richard Merchant. Nope. I am assisting the uh, HR department uh, for the time being, and uh, I'm going to present uh, our budget to you tonight, this evening. Um, in the salary line items, the most significant uh, difference is the addition of a position uh, called the HR business partner. Um, and the other ch big change is that the director of safety position has been eliminated, replaced by a manager, uh, the occupational safety manager. Um, aside from the fact that there was an advisory fee put in uh, for my services for the beginning of the year, uh, the rest of the items are level funded or, or contractually obligated. In the expenses section, um, a couple of things have been consolidated to have fewer accounts on the uh, budget. Uh, by far the largest uh, change in the budget is the increase in medical insurance. Um, you can see it pretty much resulted in about a million dollar increase. I think that's, uh, that's about it for the highlights. Okay. Yeah, I've got a question. Pastor Costello. Thanks. Um, in regards to the medical insurance, it went from 13, 14, and now it's 15. Does your office administer the health insurance? Is that done by HR or is it done by another department? Or if it's done by another department, how is that? HR made? deals with the, uh, with the employees on a day-to-day -day basis and we deal with the vendors on a day-to-day -day basis um, with uh, adding, subtracting as needed. So how do you reconcile your uh, bills in regards to uh, payment for health insurance? How, how, how does the reconciliation happen? What does that do so that we would have a... For sign? us, we deal with the addition of employees, the subtraction of employees, the bills are dealt with from other departments. Okay, so by ordinance, it indicates that your department is supposed to administer the insurance. So why, is, why are other people in regards to this budget, why are they involved? I, I, I guess I don't understand where this is, where this is coming from. The, uh, the HR department hasn't received the bills, so... Uh, I can't, I don't know the reason why. Okay. Yeah, let's please stay within the budget yeah, okay. question because yeah, that's I, not I just really needed a budget to know question. about the money. Um, so, um, in regards to your dental insurance, um, it has decreased. Um, Nobody's doing teeth. I believe. Yes. Yeah, dental insurance is self-funded, and so it, it's kind of a direct reflection of um, claims. And so uh, pretty much how it works is we build up a pool of monies that we pay claims with, and uh, sometimes that pool comes up short, and sometimes it has extra money, and when it has extra money, there's no need to, to budget for as much into it. So does it, does it matter about what you're who your carrier is in regards to? For dental? Yes. 
well, we pay Blue Cross Blue Shield to be the administrator for it. So there's an administration fee. I'm not sure what it is. It's you know five or ten bucks a, a month per per employee, and they handle the all the claims, and then the city reimburses them for the the claims that they've collected. So in regards to this this decrease, is there has there been reconciliation in regards to that? Uh, our final figure here. Same answer as the as before. Which is you're not you don't know. We don't receive the bill. So HR doesn't get the bill. Correct. Somebody else does. Correct. So that means that in this budget reconciliation and the final figure isn't isn't accurate. Is that is that what you're saying? I guess I'm I guess I don't understand your question. Okay, my question is is that you're saying that you don't get the bill, and so where would that show up on our budget? Who gets the bill and the reconciliation? Well, the bill is based on claims, and the pool of money is what pays for it, but the the month-to-month -month difference between this employee came off, that one came on, this one retired, this one doesn't have services anymore, that's reflected onto a bill that we don't see. So who sees that? Who sees it? I. You don't I, know. I believe it's it's other departments within the city. Okay. All right. Um, in regards to the decrease in the wellness program. Um, that was a considerable decrease from 10,000 to 2,500. Is there a reason for that? I was kind of surprised to see it. You guys know that uh, you know, I basically had to have a uh, very recent primer on, on the whole budget, given the circumstances that we had in our department. Um, I was surprised to see it in there that it decreased. It's basically for uh, like uh, health fairs and wellness events that we'd have. and. Uh, incentivizing employees to uh, to improve their wellness, and so um, for it to go down, you know, kind of surprised me for the the budget. You know? yeah, so I think it's an indication of that they haven't used it for the last couple of years, especially through uh, COVID. COVID. Yeah. Well, we're hoping that people use it, I guess. And then uh, on a bus testing program, that's another big dip. Can you explain what the program is? Right now, it's uh, request at zero, originally 25,000. Yeah, there used, there was, uh, there's been two budgets. One is for medical exams, and another one is for omnibus testing. And there wasn't a clear d differentiation between them. So they're done for, they're used to pay for um, uh, things like uh, medical um, medical evals for new police and fire candidates, for instance. They're also used to pay for um, workers' comp exams that we require or um, substance abuse, uh, you know, reasonable assurance ones. And so rather than have it in two different budgets where they're both a little gray, we're consolidating it into one. Okay, thank you. I, I don't know if Mr. Crochet had a question. Yeah, I, I got it. Okay, thanks. I got, I'll, I got it here. Okay, I'm done. I just want to. You all set? You. Thank yeah. you. 
Okay, next up will be uh, Councillor Cushain. Thank you. On the uh, health reimbursement range, is that the money we're paying the insurance company for overutilization of the insurance? Did you ask about the reimbursement? Well, reimbursement arranged. I'm not sure if arranged is short. Yeah, we, we have, uh, we've, over the, over the years, this, in, this has increased, you know, uh, considerably because uh, the city, in order to keep uh, the health premiums down, one of the tricks of the trade is for the employer to bear the brunt of the um, risk for employees. And so then for the level, it helps save money from the insurer. And so the city has assumed the risk of a big chunk of the deductible for, um, for each employee that has coverage with us. And so that amount is where those two, three, four, five thousand dollar amounts come out. That total amount, the studies will show, if, if I'm just gonna rough it, if we didn't spend a million dollars there, our insurance overall premiums would be $2 million higher. Right. That kind of principle. Yeah, no, I understand. I just, it went down, which was nice to see, because that's one of the burdens. On yeah, the I think that's a function, of, that's a function of, of usage as well. Yeah, yeah cool, thank you. Concha Lopez. Thank you, um, I have a few questions. So sure. the first one is the education training program. It was 25 in 2022, then it was 80, it was 79 the year before and 80 again. Why the increase? Why, why are we paying an increased amount again? I don't have a real good handle on that one. I'm sorry. Um, I, I, I wasn't, I didn't administer that, that budget for, you know, I, I'm not sure about what the reason is, to be honest with you. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, travel, it was 1,000 and then 1,000 and now it's 10,000. Yeah, I think it's reflective of actually how much was spent over the last couple of years. Um, the HR department assumes the, some of the travel expenses for like the Munis conference. We pay for other departments. And uh, I think they just found, you know, that it, it was put in there to, like I said, to reflect the amounts that have actually been spent, not budgeted, but spent. So monies have been shifted into it over the course of the year in uh, transfers. So I guess this is the second instance in this budget where I'm a little confused as to why this is in this budget. In other budgets, we see that travel line items exist in their own budgets. I don't, I, I feel like this, it's not really transparent for HR to house the travel for some departments, but not for others when those departments should have in their own budget travel line items. I'm not positive if it comes from like a, a, a major travel thing where a lot of departments would have you know, the 60 cents a mile for somebody who has to travel around town in their personal vehicles or on the way to a conference. We don't cover that. You know, I, I remember uh, using it for airplane tickets and hotel rooms for people that uh, maybe it was, it was only for departments who's, who didn't have it in their budgets, I guess, potentially, I'm not sure. Sharon, you wanna? I, you know, I think the difference between the education training and the travel, it's twofold. Um, I think they're splitting the expenditures for, is it the travel, is it, is, are they going somewhere where there's airfare that might be out of travel? The cost for the registration might be under education training and depending on how many people are going. And there's a lot of other um, professional development education training that is lump summed in that education training line item as well. Um, I think the travel is more the cost to get from one place to the other. 
that's the way I think that they're doing it. The education training is the cost of the actual conference or whatever it, or whatever it is. Yeah, that still leaves me in the same place, which is that should not live in this budget because unless it's HR department only traveling and HR department only spending money on education training, other budgets delineate their own educational training, their own continuing education. We just heard from multiple departments that asked for that. They have their own travel budgets. And I, I think that that's transparent because we actually get to see how much we're investing in each department for these items. And I'm completely for us paying for education and for travel for folks to go to conferences. I do not agree with us having $90,000 in the HR department. That's not actually for the HR department. Um, and that begs the same question as what we were just talking about with medical insurance, where you are saying you guys don't even reconcile bills, but the money is on your department. That doesn't make a lot of sense to right, me. Right. Um, so another question that I have is this $4,000 deputy chief HR officer stipend. I'm, I'm not understanding where that comes from because it's my understanding that the mayor has designated himself as the HR director currently. Is, is that a stipend that he's getting for being the HR director? No, I, I don't think that uh, that $4,000 has any reflection on uh, the current staffing issues inside of the department. That 4,000 was intended for the uh, assistant HR director to, uh, for additional compensation for um, increased supervision that they were gonna be having in the upcoming year. So if that's not occurring anymore, why is that still in the budget? That's not what? If that's not occurring anymore because that person has since resigned, then why is that still in the budget? Well, we have to anticipate that, that positions are filled. I mean, uh, you know, there's no HR director right now, but there's still an HR budget in place. I mean, we have to fill those positions, so. I'm sorry, could you explain then again what this stipend is for? Because it was this stipend for the acting chief to take on the responsibilities of the chief no. while there was no chief? No. The, the, the stipend is intended as a supplement to the salary of the assistant director in compensation for their additional um, responsibilities associated with supervising staff or staff. And so why is that a separate line item stipend instead of just right in their salary? I think it had to do with probably uh, ordinances, you know, dealing rather than uh, deal like, with it through the ordinances. Like the assistants in other departments, like the assistant auditor, the assistant treasurer, they wanted to delineate assistant stipends separately. Okay. Okay, so we need. Yeah, I, I guess this, this budget is just a little confusing, and I understand you've kind of been thrown into this. Yeah. Um, I, I'm also not understanding why the current uh, uh, HR director, who the mayor has appointed himself to be, is not here to explain some of this because he's been here. And so perhaps he would have some answers that you don't have uh, for us. I, yeah, I, there's, there's a lot of unanswered questions for me on this budget. Thank you. All right, thank you. Councilor Cushane. So as far as the $4,000, that's really just an out-of-rank pay. I'm, I'm sorry, to, I can't hear you, Councilor. It's easier for Councilor Lopez to understand the, the money that for the assistant, you know, super or uh, HR director to get paid for doing the HR director's pay. It's just like we do in the PD fire and all that's out of rank. If I'm assuming the role of a super, supervisor, a, a, a superior officer over me, oh, I'm going to assume some of that pay that comes with that job. And that's what that money's for. It's just to compensate them for doing a job outside of their rank at the end of the Correct. day. No, it's not. I don't think that that's exactly what that fee's so there for. To help pay for her for doing the other jobs. So, so it's not that then. That's no, what it's, I it's, it's, it's paid for her to, it's compensation for him or her 
to um, be doing the additional supervision that's required for having the responsibilities for signing documents in the uh, director's absence, right. you know, just so like a number of other departments have had. Right. It's, so it's not really out of rank. Well, I, I guess it is because she's. Assuming I hear what you're saying. I, if we could right. one at a time, because it's. No. it's but it is because she's assuming the role of a of a physician above her own, so she should get or he or she should get compensated for that. Yes, so I'm sorry. I thought you meant rank. a position below her. Right. That so she was helping it's, them. It's payment for out of rank work. Let's just get a little breather in between each one. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Mayor. Okay. Any other questions? Nope. Any other right. questions from the floor? Any questions from Zoom from the City Council? Any questions from Zoom from the City Council? I'll take a motion. Motion to tentatively approve. Motion made and second to tentatively approve. Roll call. President Laplam? Yes. Roy? Yes. Pellison? Yes. Zigorowski? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? No. Balakir? Yes. Trampets? Yes. Dobos? No. Crochane? No. Labrie? Yes. Pinyak Costello? No. And the motion passes. Thank you. Okay. okay thank thank you. you. And finally, we have the Chickpea Police Department, page 42. Sorry we had to put you to last, but you have the most. <laughs> good evening, everyone. Thank you for coming. Yeah, good evening, Chief. I have uh, myself, Deputy Chief Eric Watson, and my admin assistant, Victoria Breton, here tonight to discuss our budget. As you can see, most of the, uh, the salary is all contractual. Uh, I believe it's decreased slightly since last year. Uh, as you all are aware, last year we added two sergeant positions and funding this year, we were at, or I'm sorry, last year we were at 120 funded patrol positions. We've dropped that down this year to have 116 funded patrol positions. And that was just based on the fact that uh, the, the difficulties in, in recruiting people, getting them through the academy, um, I didn't foresee us getting up to 120. So we did agree to, to drop it down to 116 for this year. Do you have any questions as far as the salary accounts go? Go ahead. What's the starting salary now for the first year after? Out of the academy once they graduate. I could have figured it out, I would have. The annual salary is fifty five thousand nine hundred thirty seven. Uh, thank you, Chief, for coming. Um, now that we're talking about salaries, uh, can we talk about the uh, incentive? Is this still part of the Quinn bill? The incentive is, is different from the Quinn bill. We still have officers that, that 
receive the Quinville that were grandfathered into that, mm -hmm. but we have a new education incentive program that uh, officers after a certain date are eligible to receive that. Uh, okay. Um, dovetailing your comment, can you shed some light, for example, the difference like with Quinville, I know if someone has uh, associate's degree, uh, uh, master's degree, so on and so forth, can you just roughly explain quickly how that works with the new system that we have? Sure. The Quinville, if you had an associate's degree, you got a, an additional 10% mm -hmm. of your base pay, a bachelor's was 20%, and a master's was 25%. And the new education program, I believe it's 1,000 for associates, 2,000 for bachelors, and five for a master's degree. Okay. All right. Thank you. Anybody else from the floor? Anybody on Zoom? Well, that was just the first page. Okay. That's just the first section. We also had a, a few changes to the rest of the budget. A slight increase in our, our uniform budget which was an overall increase of the complement by the, the two sergeants, um, and we decreased it. Right, right. So the increase was to, for repair of uniforms if uh, an officer's uniform gets torn on the street and to replace some of the specialized uh, uniforms that we have for, say, people that are on the dive team or the SRT or the motorcycle unit or our honor guard. Uh, the telephone request of $87,010 is a request uh, that we're asking to um, issue cell phones to all the officers in the department. And if there's uh, any questions regarding that, uh, Deputy Chief Watson is here to answer those for you tonight. Any questions on that? Councilor Roy. No, not on that particular thing. He just wanted to know what uh, you've got a. Could you talk into the mic, please? Sergeant, you've got a senior. Could you talk into the mic, please? Um, Mike. Oh, I'm sorry. You've got a senior sergeant, a senior lieutenant, but you don't have a senior captain. How does, how does that work? Deputy you, Chief. You are the senior captain? Yes, sir. Deputy yes. Chief. Okay, thank you. All right, keep going, Chief. Well, actually, could you actually explain the, the cell phones? Sure. Oh, okay. I didn't see your hand. All right, so, so first and foremost, um, we want to increase the officer's ability to interact with the community. Um, right now, the way it would be is if an officer went on a call, they'd leave. If a victim or a witness wanted to recontact an officer, it's very <coughs> difficult because they're not giving out their personal cell phone numbers, obviously. They'd, someone would have to call back in a dispatch, try to dispatch the officer back. Um, assuming they weren't tied up or on another call. So that was, that was the, the f first reason. There's two other reasons. And um, <clears throat> over the past four or five years, the department's technology has like, gotten leaps and bounds from where it, when, where it was. We have a lot of mobile-friendly technology right now, our scheduling software, our extra-duty software, <laughs> use of force reporting, our field training officer reporting, our policies and procedures, rules and regulations are all... Um, all mobile friendly now, along with training for that, uh, that we, we issue out. Uh, we have an internal website that has um, access to a lot of departmental resources. Um, just a simple example with that, um, the things that are changing. Uh, the other day there was a, a lost child with autism. They didn't know where the child belonged. Um, in response to that, we added a layer onto an interactive map 
with locations to help us locate um, homes for um, autistic children who, who might be lost. Um, the public safety cameras are, are now mobile friendly. We're able to access those uh, remotely. Um, and we want the officers to have immediate access to all these resources. Um, we can't do it on their personal devices. And there's a couple reasons for that. The main reason, or I, I, probably equally important, the first is uh, criminal justice information system security policy. The security is extremely high and it cannot be met on personal devices. The devices have to be managed by a mobile device management program and um, it, it uh, basically can track the phone, it can delete the phone if it needs to, uh, it enforces uh, strict policy on what types of apps can be on the phone. Uh, uh, too many uh, uh, invalid passwords, it'll erase the phone, uh, things along those lines. And we can't transmit that uh, criminal justice information without following those rules. So we can't transmit um, any type of criminal justice information between officers and anywhere over than the radio as it stands right now without <laughs> doing that. Um, the another, another issue is the Freedom of Information Act. If officers use their phones for for work purposes, they're creating public records. Um, and as an employer, we're responsible for the retention of those records. Um, not possible or, or realistic to do on a, um, an officer's personal phone. So in our policy explicitly advises officers that their devices may be subject to civil or criminal discovery if they use it for work-related purposes. And the policy restricts that usage to only exigent circumstances when there's no other means of communication practical. And that is unfortunate. Um, but it's just the, the CGIS and Freedom of Information Act issues that we're dealing with. Um, so the, the solution to that is to provide devices to the officers that are managed by the department, um, and they would go on the first net network, which is uh, basically a subset of AT&T. It provides priority and prevention uh, over the public during a time of emergency when cell systems can go down, we'll stay up. And then we would manage the phones with a program called IBM Mass 360, and that would uh, enable us to manage the phones. Thank you. Continue. And then that uh, $87,010 increase, is that just for this year to acquire the phones, or is that just going to be the cost that's added from here on out? Correct. That would be year over year. The, the actual phone cost is uh, minuscule. Um, FirstNet has a, a great program. Uh, it's lifetime upgrades every year for 99 cents. So they're really good to public safety. That's what FirstNet is for. Um, so they're, they're really good to us. Um, what, that explains the $10. That. What's that? That explains the $10. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, great. Thank you. I, I think that's a great program, and I'm really glad that I asked you because I think it's important for all of us to know. Um, and you had a whole list ready to share. So that's great. I think it's important for officers to be able to connect with the community. It gives more of a community policing vibe, which is, you, Chief knows it's something that I advocate heavily for. Um, and I agree, you know, in terms of FOIA, we've even talked about that um, at, at the council level, that we don't want people using their personal phones for, for anything that's city related in that way. So this is great. I think it's money well worth it. Thank you for explaining it. Thank you. Thank you. Any other questions from the floor? Any questions from Zoom, City Council? Any questions from Zoom from any City Councilors? Seeing none, I'll take a motion to attendably approve. Motion made and seconded to attendably approve the Police Department budget. Roll call, please. President Flam? Yes. Roy? Yes. Tillotson? Yes. 
Zigorowski? Yes. Brooks? Yes. Lopez? Yes. Balakir? Yes. Rampitz? Yes. Bobos? Out of chair. Roshane? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Pinyak Costello? Yes. 11 yes, one out of chair. And the motion passes. Thank you, Chief, and the rest of you for all coming in. Sorry you had to be late for that short time, but. Sorry. Uh, Chief, did you bring the. I'll take a, uh, excuse me, I'll take a motion to adjourn. Motion to adjourn. Roll call, please. Bring the ice cream truck. President Plam? Yes. We love it. Yes. <laughs> Tillotson? Got to do that. Chief. Yes. Zigorowski? Brooks? I, don't, I can't change the Yes. Lopez? Yes. Alakir? Yes. Krampus? Yes. Dobos? I made a note. Crochane? Yes. Three? Yes. Nia Costello? Yes. 11 yes, one out.